You are listening to the Archaeology Podcast Network. This is Katie Turner, and you're listening to Profiles in CRM. Welcome to Profiles in CRM, episode 34. I'm your host, Chris Webster. Profiles in CRM asks CRM professionals eight simple questions. The answers vary wildly depending on their experience and education. Because of the nature of contract archaeology and how small this field really is, some people choose not to reveal their name or the company they work for. Stay to the end of the show to hear how you can have a chance to answer these same questions. All right, we're here on Profiles, and here's the first question. What is your name? My name is Katie Turner. All right, and how long have you been working in CRM? Um, I've been working in CRM for about a year, a little over a year. And... uh, if anybody wants to search back through the CRM Archaeology podcast, I believe we had you on uh, last fall, didn't we? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, nice. All right. So this is only being in a year, but uh, what is the position you usually have in CRM and what is the highest position you've ever held? Normally, I am just a field tech. I have had the highest was... Um, kind of like an intermediary supervisor. We had a bunch of people who had no idea what they were doing and I was responsible for training them on how to, you know, dig the STPs correctly and oddly enough how to screen dirt. Um, nice. so that's the highest I've I've gotten in the CRM world. Okay. Okay. And what states have you worked in? Oh gosh. Um Nebraska, Pennsylvania Illinois, Indiana, and Ohio, and I believe Kentucky's in there somewhere. I try to block that one out. (laughs) (laughs) That's not bad for your first year in CRM. Yeah, not bad at all. Yeah. All right. So what is the best thing that's happened to you that's related to being an archaeologist? And this can be personal or professional or whatever you want. Well, aside from meeting a ton of fascinating, interesting people and seeing all sorts of new places, I think my favorite moment that I've had, um, and it sounds weird that this is the best thing that has happened, but I found a 19th century toilet. And just to be able to catch a glimpse of what was normally a private aspect of someone's life as, you know, as their toilet, um, was really just fascinating to me. And that mm-hmm. has really stuck through me. And then our boss made us smash it with uh, shovels, which was, <laughs> which was sad. <laughs> but, um, Jeez. That's, it was, we were trying to get to the, the foundation wall that was underneath of the toilets and yeah. she wanted it out of there and that was the only way to go about it. <laughs> right. Sometimes you have to do that. All right. So what is the best, sorry, what is the biggest thing you would change that would make being a CRM archaeologist better? Um, I would say a little more structure to the schedule. I understand the the machine that is CRM, but to just get unpacked in a hotel room and then find out two days later you're moving again and then picking up all of your stuff and shoving it back in a car to drive another three hours to someplace else. That was for me the, the biggest problem I had. It wasn't, you know, the, the work or anything else. It was just the, the short notice moves where you're like, okay, well, I just got all of this unpacked and situated so I could work and now you have to pack it all up and shove it back into your tiny car and drive to another strange small hotel in the middle of nowhere. and. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. That That is a, a big complaint. And, and I think one of the major reasons why we have such a high turnover in this field for people that are relatively new, because they just can't get into that. You know, they can't get used to that. And and that's not something that's going to change very, very easily. Yeah, no, definitely. And it's, you kind of get used to it. Um, but it's just, I carry a lot of stuff when I travel. And yeah. to get all unloaded from my, my tiny car 
into a hotel room and then be like, oh, well, now you have to shove it all back in there. It's just like, well, that's like an hour process. So. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I hear you. I'm the same way. Actually, we travel with a lot of stuff. So, all right. So what is your career goal in CRM? Um, I would like to either become a project manager or a lab supervisor. I'm really fascinated by uh, the process of taking what was done in the field and putting it into a format that people who are not archaeologists can understand. And also, I'm really fascinated by the artifacts we find, whether it's a simple piece of shatter or a 19th century toilet. I like to kind of envision the people who last touched that or who last utilized it and, and you know, kind of seeing what that told about their lives. So mm-hmm. either one of those two, I think I would be, I would be fine with. Okay. And here's the last question. If uh, now that you've been in a year and uh, you, you've been actually quite a bit, quite a few different places for somebody who's only been in a year, if you could give an undergrad who's graduated, who just graduated two months ago, um, or is going to graduate next year, thinking about CRM, one piece of advice, what would that be? Don't be afraid to ask questions. That was a piece of advice that was given to me when I was just starting in CRM. And it proved to be one of the most valuable pieces of advice that I got. Whether you whether you think it is dumb or not, don't be afraid to ask a question. If you don't know the answer, you're never going to know it. And to pretend that you don't know the answer to that question is, is going to be detrimental. I had to ask what APZ meant one time on the jobs. I'd never heard that term. And somebody was like, it means a plow zone. Like, oh, well, that makes more sense now. But people were writing it on paperwork and I had no idea. And I just kept writing it down. And, you know, I thought that's just what we called that top layer of dirt. I don't know. I'm not a geomorphologist. And I'm, I'm glad that I asked because it is different than an AO or, or something else. And had I not asked, I, I wouldn't know. So don't be afraid to ask questions when you have no idea what's going on, no matter how silly you might think it is to, to ask. Show notes for this and all episodes can be found on the Archaeology Podcast Network website at www.archaeologypodcastnetwork.com forward slash profiles. At that page, you'll also find a form that you can fill out so you can be interviewed on the show. Interviews take less than 30 minutes and you don't need any special equipment. Thanks for listening and I'll see you in the field. This has been a presentation of the Archaeology Podcast Network. Visit us on the web for show notes and other podcasts at www.archaeologypodcastnetwork.com. Contact us at chris at archaeologypodcastnetwork.com.